Now, back to Bet MGM tonight. Here are Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. We got the Packers in line tomorrow night, Thursday night football, week four starts. We got a rivalry game. It's at Lambeau Field. Ooh, wee. I, w- I kind of wish it was later in the season, though, because I want some snow. I want snow at Lambeau. Yeah, I feel you, man. I mean, we'll get it later on, though. I mean, I we're all in Detroit, so we won't get the snow, unfortunately. Right. You think the Packers have some revenge on their mind after the Lions ended their season week 18 last year? I think, Jordan, out I think Jordan Love has revenge on now, his He was mind. probably happy they ended he's the season because he got to hit vacation. He wasn't the starting quarterback. No, nah, but he's like, ready to go now. Now he wants to show. Hold on, hold on. That Aaron Rodgers guy, I'm not going to hey, mope on the I, sidelines. I, I love Aaron Rodgers. I had the take that if Jordan Love started that game, the Packers would have won that game. I love that take. And I think that take was the correct take. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers had one is. foot out the door already. So yeah, Let's and he was honest. hurt. And, you could tell. Yeah. He was done. He was like, I need to get the hell out of here. Sometimes it happens. You can only take so much, and you just need to get the hell out. Dan Carpick jumps on with us, BetQL's managing editor. Uh, I saw you tweeting about this. I'm glad you were because, as we all know, you are a props god, and uh, I was already targeting them. And th- Luke Musgrave, tight end. Sam Laporta, tight end. Over on everything for them. Uh, I th- already did, so I didn't just tell you. We were on the same wavelength. A lot of people are. My God, man. Like This just feels like a tight end game tomorrow night. Oh, absolutely. Musgrave over 36 and a half receiving yards is the first thing I circled, and I love it more and more and more every time I look at it. So he had, uh, he surpassed this number in two out of his three career NFL games so far. Last week against the Saints, six of eight passes for 489 yards. Now that yardage mark would be a lot higher if Mr. Jordan Love didn't completely airmail a wide open seam route early in that game. Uh, but Musgrave has already established himself as one of Love's favorite targets here. And this matchup against the Lions is quite the quite the matchup that we need to exploit here. So the Lions let Chiefs backups Noah Gray and Blake Bell, remember in that week one game when Travis Kelsey was out, combined for five catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Seahawks tight ends Noah Fant, Colby Parkinson, and Will Disley combined for nine catches for 132 yards <laughs> in week two. And then Falcons tight ends Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts actually did something against them. And Jonu Smith to combine for 10 catches for 78 yards last week. So Josiah DeGura, Tucker Craft, Ben Sims, they've seen very limited snaps so far for Green Bay. So Musgrave really, he's going to be on the field. We know he's going to get the play calls. He's going to get the volume. He's been on the field for 75, 88, 86% of the snaps in the first three games. And he's gotten 15 targets compared to just two for the other three guys combined. So so far, the Lions have given up all those targets to combinations of tight ends, but I think this is one of those games where we're going to really see him explode and see that high upside week uh, come to fruition here for Musgrave this week. So absolutely my favorite play. This actually might be my favorite player prop of the entire season so far. Wow. Uh, a player that I don't, I didn't want to give out on the Beat the Books because... I'm selfish, but I will give it out on this show. You're saving it for this show. That's Save right. it for this show because I do care about this show a lot and those who listen. And I'd love to get your thoughts as well. Is is rookie Sam Laporta? It's just been a money train. Multiple units every single week on Sam Laporta receptions and yards. It's gone from 32 and a half in week one, now all the way up to 42 and a half. The receptions went from two and a half now to four and a half at plus money. Uh, what do you think about him in this matchup? What do you see there? 
Yep, absolutely on. And shout out to Kate Constable, uh, one of the BetQL writers. She's been on this right from the start this week, too. Uh, we have him projected for four receptions in 50 yards. So we have him going under the four and a half reception prop, but over the 42 and a half receiving yard prop here. Um, he's just one of these guys that, like you mentioned, consistency that's what we want to see early in the season we want to see those consistent targets he clearly has a connection and very little competition uh from his teammates at the position which is just absolutely something we love to see in the player prop game here um amonra st brown of course has been a little bit banged up here and there as well that might come into thing you know come come into play a little bit if he's not at 100%. Um, but he's just one of these guys in the passing game that we can continue to target moving forward. He's going to be, uh, you know, one of these one of these possession, uh, quality possession tight ends, I think, for the majority of the season here. Dan, what do you like for the side? I know you got a side in this game. Uh, Green Bay right now, one and a half point dogs at Lambeau Field. Not a whole lot of line movement. Oh, yeah, the Packers, the Packers money line. I'm going to go the Packers money yeah. line in this one. I, that that immediately jumped out. This is a, a a team that under Matt Lafleur has gone 26 and eight straight up for plus 18.05 units, uh, coming off of an under, which is interesting, and 15 and four straight up in the first first month of the season under the head coach. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers was there for the majority of that, um, but it is worth noting as well. Jordan Love has been pretty impressive so far. I, I think just the way that this team has rallied behind him has been really interesting to see. Um, he's really taken over at the helm here and uh, thrown, or he's combined for eight total touchdowns, seven passing, just one giveaway, which is an interception through three games. Uh, both these teams are two and one. Green Bay could easily be three and zero right now. They lost by one to the Falcons on the road, um, and they came back. They had a really strong comeback last week against the Saints, which I think is a pretty quality team. Um, and I think you know, going into on a Thursday night short week at Lambeau Field, this is one of the toughest settings in my opinion. Obviously, like I heard Nick mention, we wish it was snowing for this matchup. It only yeah. <laughs> would seem right that it would be snowing, right? Um, but but going into this. This place on a short week uh, would be very difficult. So um, I like getting this at plus money and uh, just just backing them on the money line. Talking to Dan Carp of BetMGM tonight. Uh, David Montgomery's questionable right now. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be in, but you know how this goes. Like Things can change last minute, and that's certainly the worry. Uh, when it comes to Jameer Gibbs on the other side of that, I'm big on the all-purpose yards for Jameer Gibbs. A couple other running backs in the NFL. It's just an over every week for me with those guys. Uh, if David Montgomery is in, do you worry that that's going to affect more of the touches with Jameer Gibbs, or is that more of just an anytime touchdown situation for Montgomery? Yeah, so so like you mentioned, Gibbs with Montgomery out, he's one of these guys where I would look to the total yardage, the, the rushing plus receiving yards right away. With Montgomery in, I would just look at the receiving potential uh, for Gibbs here. I think uh, on early downs, Montgomery, like he did you know, when he actually played, will dominate those downs, which just leaves Gibbs uh, to be more effective in the passing game. Um, I got burned, of course, last week when I had Gibbs for the anytime touchdown, um, and he didn't get that done for me, unfortunately. But, um, you know, with, with guys like Gibbs, um, you know, a lot of um, – uh, these multi-faceted uh, backs, I, I love to target rushing plus receiving yards. I've done it mm -hmm. with James Cook on the Bills, for example, mm -hmm. week over week, and that's easily won multiple times now. So um, love his upside, especially if Montgomery's up, but I would look for the over on uh, receptions and receiving yards if he's in. 
The total, and we project Montgomery to be in right now, okay. by the way. The total, Dan, is 46. Uh, we know that Thursday night footballs are under fests. How do you play this total, and how does the total being so low affect how you view props? Yeah, so with with, with props, more than anything, I'm looking at volume and concentration. So what I mean by that is where are the targets going? Um, where's the workload going? I look at snap counts a lot. So it really, it obviously a, a mid 40s uh, total doesn't really get me too jazzed about any props in particular, except uh, that one that I mentioned there. Um, but obviously in, in games like uh, last week when we saw with the, the Chargers uh, Vikings, when that was uh, a total in the low to mid 50s, um, that's going to make me target simply make me target more props in that game. Uh, makes me like both quarterbacks a lot more. And obviously, if the quarterbacks are going to succeed, uh, those targets are going to go somewhere and presumably also succeed. Um, so, like Keenan Allen last week, great example of that. If you were high on Justin Herbert, you connect Keenan Allen and you had a big day for yourself. Um, as far as this is concerned. Um, you know, the the total in this game, like you mentioned, it's a Thursday. I typically like betting the under on Thursday games just because I think that this is also an opportunity for these teams to trot out some depth out there. Um, that kind of muddles some of the, the player prop game from time to time as well. I don't like depth in the player prop, prop game. I like everyone, you know, getting 100% of the, of, of the workload at every position to make it more predictable. Um, but I do think that, you know, David Montgomery being questionable, uh, Aaron Jones being questionable on the other side, if both of those guys are ruled out, we could see a more pass-happy game script here just because I don't really trust that anything is going to be done in the running game with A.J. Dillon at the helm on Green Bay's side, um, unfortunately. Yeah, um, he has some ugly numbers so far. Oh. Um, and, and obviously, if you're passing the ball more, um, then you have more potential of scoring both on interception and interception returns, uh, but also quicker scoring on the offensive end. Um, so if anything, it's a stay away from me right now. Um, but if both of those running backs are ruled out, I'd actually consider betting over depending on what the, 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 the line is. Uh, Dan, I know you're a huge NBA guy, so we're, we're going to want to get your take on Dame and the NBA landscape. But really quick, any other uh, plays, any props that you're looking at maybe uh, for this NFL Sunday coming up this weekend? Yeah, a couple quick ones for you. So Ravens plus two and a half at the Browns. Under John Harbaugh, the Ravens have gone 25 and 10 against the spread as a road underdog of three points or less. So this just seems like uh, Ravens plus two and a half are a great bet here on the road. And then the Patriots plus seven at the Cowboys. After what happened to the Cowboys last week, especially, uh, this one jumped out to me. Um, Bill Belichick's teams obviously take away uh, the opposing team's best players, so I expect them to take CeeDee Lamb out of the game, make Dak Prescott beat them elsewhere. Um, the uh, Cowboys closed as an 11-point favorite on the road at the Cardinals. I think without Trayvon Diggs uh, on defense and with a banged-up offensive line, I think it's going to be tough uh, for the Cowboys to cover here. So I like the Patriots uh, plus seven on the road as well. All right, Dan, so we know Dame now is a Milwaukee Buck. It's still Can't weird to that. say that. It's probably going to take some time. You're up in Celtics country. I I really look at – look, I, you know how I feel about that Celtics team. I love Jason Tatum. I love Jalen Brown. But, like, it's just – they've been a letdown year after year after year. I see a Bucks team that clearly got better, at least offensively. Defensively, Drew Holiday, it's another story. But, like, you got two killers now on that roster. 
And then I look at the Celtics and go, you lost some defensive intensity, some leaders, some guys that really set the culture there. To me, I see a Bucks team that got better and a Celtics team that got worse. Am I right or wrong? 100% right. Um, I think that the Bucks are the clear winners here. Um, obviously, looking at the trade itself, Damian Lillard for Drew Holiday and draft picks and Grayson Allen, um, like Damian Lillard... <laughs> is like one of the be- like a superstar legit superstar drew holiday obviously was that two-way player really solid probably um you know i would give him like the b plus type of range of player uh really good um but damian lillard just vaults them to a whole nother area you have to also think that this team has depth too like not only we're gonna have lillard probably pat Connington will start at the two chris middleton if he's healthy obviously big if there um, but Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, Malik Beasley, Jay Crowder, Robin Lopez even, Mar- Marjan Bochamp, who I like too, um, Andre Jackson they drafted. So a lot of – I like the depth on Milwaukee. Like, as a Celtics fan, obviously, I do like the team. I like some of the the depth additions that they've made. But I think you're definitely right here. Like, this is the splash – move and you could see by the odds movement as well that that kind of reflects how much of a splash move this was you see i see the bucks really here as the big winners i see the suns as winners as well and i see the blazers trista i heard you talking about your blazers too like i think they actually did a really solid job and they're gonna flip drew holiday and get more for him and like you mentioned with that potential carl anthony towns trade i love that i hope that happens um they could be a fun team to watch here and with some with some assets moving forward too but i think the bucks certainly got a whole lot better and i love the move for them who, what would you do in terms of thinking about Drew Holiday and where he could get rerouted? Where would you place some money if you could get some win totals now? Ooh, that's a really tough one. Um, I know he has, um, you know, maybe potentially Philadelphia. Um, you know, that could be pretty interesting. I heard you mention the Clippers. The Clippers would be really fun. Um, you know, a healthy if you have a healthy Drew Holiday, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George – Imagine what that team could do on both sides of the court. Um, that would be a whole lot of fun. Um, I, I, I do think that the Blazers are going to make the move that allows them to just get the most in return. They, of course, don't owe anything to Drew Holiday in terms of loyalty. Um, so unlike, you know, rerouting Damian Lillard to a place where he can win and they probably had some sort of loyalty to doing that for him, uh, with Drew Holiday, you know, I don't expect like a Rudy Gobert-esque deal where they're going to just fleece a team for five first-round picks or anything crazy, and that's that's a crazy trade looking back at it. Yeah. Um, but, but I do think that, uh, you know, I, I don't see – any crazy teams kind of coming in on this. I, I think the Clippers actually would be my favorite uh, destination. For yeah, that's what yep. Ryan was saying, too. Yep. I would, if the Clippers get themselves a point guard like Drew I'm all Holiday, in. oh, my God, defensively. We'll be so better. excited, then Kawhi will go down in the first round. We'll be no, like, oh, no, it'll be Dan. different. So Dan, close. Dan Carpick, <laughs> BetQL. Great to talk to you, man. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, I mean, if you have Drew Holiday on that roster, maybe you'll have Kawhi play 50 games, right? Let's hope for that. Fingers crossed. Fingers no crossed. injuries this season it's in the NBA. Bet MGM. Everyone's night. staying healthy.